You're listening to Overcome the Overwhelm for Special Needs Moms with Lauren Lowry. Well, hello, friends. How are you guys today? I hope everyone's doing wonderful. If you are new here, I am Lauren Lowry. I am your podcast host and life coach for special needs moms. And I'm glad to have you. This is the podcast where we talk about pretty much anything and everything to help special needs moms feel better. Because I don't think there's a lot of resources for that. You know, there's a lot of camaraderie around this is awful and this sucks and this is why. And I think that's needed so we don't feel alone, right? But this is a space where I say, hey, this is, this sucks and this is awful and here's what we can do to help ourselves feel better. (laughs) So that is what this space is. So if you're joining in for the first time, I'm so glad to have you. I just want to say, listen, you're going to feel better. Just, just trust the process. (laughs) So I hope everyone survived Halloween. If you're listening to this as it comes out, then Halloween was Monday and yeah. I feel like Halloween, because it was on a Monday, we got to celebrate for like five days straight prior. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, there was just all kinds of different things. Trunk or treats and different festivals and all kinds of things. So it was good though. So we're a little tired. Um, Throw in late night t-ball games. I don't know who decided that five-year-olds should play t-ball at 7.30 at night, but it was awful. (laughs) We're all exhausted. (laughs) But it's okay. We only have one 7.30 game, usually at 6. Uh, but my daughter, she plays t-ball. And that was last night. So I'm, I'm feeling it. So we're, we're just kind of trying to relax and trying to take the rest of the week nice and slow. But Halloween was a success for us. We didn't overdo it or anything in regards to costumes and things like that. Leo went as Maverick because he loves the movie Top Gun. I mean, loves it. Like, you put that on, and he gets so happy and so excited. And you ask him, hey, Leo, do you want to watch Top Gun? And so if you don't know him, he is pretty much nonverbal. Um, but, yeah, he says yeah to that. He he will always say yes. Like, yes, I want to watch Top Gun. I mean, you know, he lets you know. So, of course, he had to be Maverick this year with Top Gun, the second one coming out. It was perfect. It was adorable. He even had the little aviators and the white T-shirt underneath. Oh. So cute. (laughs) And Kimber went as Supergirl because that is like her favorite thing. She loves superheroes and she has an obsession with Supergirl. I don't really know where she has really seen Supergirl. That's her thing. She loves superheroes. She's not a girly girl. She is not a princess as hard as I try to get her to be. (laughs) We have this beautiful Cinderella dress actually um, from our trip to Walt Disney World that we got her for our you know, dinner at Cinderella's royal table, whatever. And I was like, oh, we can just wear that for your Halloween costume. And she would, she was like, nah, I want to be Supergirl. Like, would not wear this amazing Cinderella dress we have. I'm just like, whatever. She's not going to fit it next year. (laughs) But it's okay. She needed to do, she needed to do what she wanted to do for her costume. So, all right, guys, are you ready to talk about what we're going to talk about in today's podcast. We're going to talk about something that is going to help you when you are feeling very overwhelmed with life. Whenever everything's feeling like it's all too much, you have too much going on, too much to do, too much things just spinning around in your brain. You kind of feel like you're drowning a little bit. 
Like you just can't handle it. It's kind of that overwhelmed feeling, right? And we're going to talk about five lists that you can make when you're feeling overwhelmed. And here's the thing about lists, because I'm a big list girl. I love lists. I have them everywhere. I have little notebooks everywhere that I can write lists in. I love them. I actually even used to have a book of other people's lists that I loved. I don't know where that is. Um, But yeah, I would just like look at people's, I mean, it was everything from grocery lists to gratitude lists to other people's like bucket lists. Like, I don't know why that made me so happy. I just like released this core memory of that. I need to go find that. Anyways, <laughs> here's the thing about lists and why I love them though is because they help you visualize what is going on in your brain. They help you be able to see it fully and see it clearly. You know, whenever something is in our brain, it kind of gets foggy. It's kind of muddy. It's kind of just swimming around and we can't fully see what it is. So whenever we write it out, it helps us visualize what needs to be done or what at least our survival brain thinks needs to be done ASAP, right? We're able to get those things out on the paper and say, okay, survival brain, and be able to think, you know, with our logical part of our brain, our prefrontal cortex, be able to say, oh, I don't think that's actually that urgent. Okay. <laughs> but lists help you be able to do that process. But there's not just to-do lists. We're not going to be really talking about to-do lists necessarily. Talk about some variations on these. But these lists will help you declutter your brain. To-do lists do that, of course, you know. They help you prioritize. They help you reduce anxiety. And did you know that lists can actually help you be productive and stay on task, even if it is not a to-do list? Because they actually help you improve your memory. This is all like psychologically, you know, scientifically backed and everything. You can go find some articles on it. But whenever you write something down, this is why it helps your memory, whenever you write something down, the act of writing it down helps you remember it more. So it's not that, oh, it helps your memory because, yeah, it's written down and you have a reminder. No, it actually helps you remember it more. And this is a trick that that got me through college. Like, that is what I used. I would take notes writing down almost everything that the professor would be lecturing on. I would never go back and look at them. Like hardly ever, because just the act of writing them down is what helped me remember everything I needed to know for the tests. And that is something that has kind of just stuck with me, you know, and I know that they suggest like for medical students that are in med school, that's what they have them do is write things down like that purely for the act of helping them remember. But lists also, aside from helping you remember things, they also help you feel calm, They help you feel grounded and they help you feel like your life is more organized without actually organizing anything. (laughs) So I'm not saying, oh, don't go organize, you know, that drawer or whatever. But what I am saying is this will actually give you the same results of organizing. One of these does. So here we go. What are the five lists to make when you are feeling overwhelmed? The first one, we are going to go a little bit classic with the first one. We're going to talk about a master to-do list. So this is like the list of all lists. You put everything that you can think of on this list. You know, do you need to schedule a cardio, you know, cardiology appointment for the year 2023? And maybe you can't do that until January. You put it on the list. And side note also, 
guys, is if you want to cross that one off of your master to-do list, just get into your phone's calendar. Go to January 6th. Yeah, I figured they'd be open by that point, right? After the holidays. And schedule yourself a reminder to call and schedule the appointment. You have to schedule scheduling the appointment on things like that. Um, I had a like a front desk person of one of my son's specialists taught me that trick and it is so brilliant (laughs) but anyways back to the master to-do list you know if you have things that you just need to to do randomly like oh I need to buy a new lamp for my bedside table can you tell these are very specific because this is literally my master to-do list right now you add it to the list I need to buy a lamp for my bedside table is that urgent no but I don't need it swimming around in my brain I put it on the list. Do I need to research different activity chairs at some point for Leo? Yes, I do. At some point, I need to get that done. Put it on the list. Whenever I do that, whenever I get out of my brain and onto paper, it declutters my brain. And we've talked a lot about that, you know, if you've listened to some of the other episodes. But just that act will kind of help almost feel like, you know, it's like that ball, that tangled up ball of yarn. And it just helps pull one, one strand out and lays it straight. That is what this master to-do list does. So the second list to make whenever you are feeling overwhelmed, it is not a to-do list. It is a list of meals. I want you to write out all of your family's favorite dinners. So this could be everything, not just recipes, because it can be everything from frozen pizzas all the way to the other side of the spectrum to that amazing pot roast with mashed potatoes and whatever that you like to make, you know, when it's really cold out. Oh, those are the best. But you take this list, you write out all the meals that you guys eat throughout the year. Some of them are seasonal, you know, you just put them all on there. Like for some reason, I only make soup in the coldest months. I cannot make soup in the summer. I hate soup in the summer. I love it in the winter. So anyways, you write out all your meals even if they're frozen pizzas, even if they're frozen chimichangas that you pop in the air fryer, chicken nuggets, whatever. You write them all out, you put them on the fridge. And here's where the beauty of it comes. Whenever you go to make your grocery list, I want you to take a look at that list of meals. And I want you to decide, okay, these are the five meals that we're going to have for the week. Write them down. There's a bonus list. <laughs> Jot them down in your notes app of your phone or whatever. And you can from that list, okay, I need cheese for that. I need to buy frozen pizzas. We don't have that. You know, you write down what you need from the grocery store to have those meals for the week. And you go get them. And there you go. You have meal planned. You didn't even really have to think about your meal plan, right? This is also great if you didn't meal plan. You can look at your master list like, I don't know, what do we want to eat? You know, you're really hungry. It's really hard to decide, you don't, can't even think of anything and maybe you end up going to McDonald's, right? Well, this list can kind of help you from not doing that if you have something you're trying to not do. Because you can look at the list, you're not having to try to make a decision whenever you are living in decision fatigue at the end of the day. Your brain is like, I'm done. I am done thinking. I am done making decisions. I can't help you. Good luck. <laughs> I don't know. That's what my brain does at like six o'clock at night. It just cuts off. It's like, good luck. You're on your own. I don't know. I don't know what I want to eat. I don't care. I really do care, though. I just can't think of what I want. Yeah, so you look at your list and you say, okay, I have the stuff for this. Let's make that. There you go. Done. Easy way to de-stress, I promise. So the third list. This one's so fun. 
probably, I don't know, I might say this on all of them. I don't know if I've already said it, but this one's my favorite. Because <laughs> this one is a bucket list for the next 365 days. I think a lot of times we think bucket lists, that's like a lifetime bucket list. And there are very big and grand things on there. But this is like a littler bucket list, a more realistic bucket list, if you will. And I love this list because it helps you be intentional with your time. Helps you be intentional with your focus. And you can be intentional with adding joy and fun to your life. Which, FYI, that joy and that fun, those are the keys to burnout prevention. So, you know, if you're making the list now, you might think, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, when it comes out, you might be thinking with the holidays coming up, what are some things you would like to do? And just for, you know, my own personal list here for this year, I have going to see the Christmas lights display in Tulsa, the Rima lights display. And I also want to have a Christmas movie night with like fun snacks and Christmas pajamas with my family. So those are things that I, you know, every year I'm like, oh, I want to do that. We definitely need to do that this year. And guess what? They never happen because time gets away from us. We get busy and I'm not intentionally planning them. They are not on a list. They are not there for me to say, yep, we're doing this. Whenever you put pen to paper and you make a list, it becomes one step closer to being real. It is that much more likely to actually get done and to actually happen. And that's a good thing because these are fun things I want to do. Every year I'm like, why did we not do that this year? And this year is the year that we are going to. And I've actually been doing this um, for a few months now. And it has been really, really helpful. You know, we've done things like going to the state fair. And that was something that was on that list. Every year I'm like, oh, we should go to the fair. And some years we don't. Some years you just get too busy and you miss it. This year we didn't because I had it planned. So be intentional with the things that you want to do with, you know, for yourself. It doesn't have to be family things either. If you're like, you know what? I want to have a weekend at a hotel. Put it on the list. Like, I mean, by yourself. You put that on the list. That sounds magical. Actually, I think I'm going to add that to my list. You could also do this list seasonally. So if doing 365 days in advance is just too much, do it by the season. Do it by the month. You know, you can think on a smaller scale if that helps your brain kind of wrap around things and really be more mindful about them, right? Okay, list number four. This is the things to declutter list. (laughs) So maybe it's, you know, the hall closet that needs to be decluttered, or maybe you need to go through your clothes and get rid of all the things that you no longer wear. Maybe it's decluttering the medical supplies. Ugh. What you're going to do on this list is you're just going to list out those areas in your home that you want to declutter and organize. And doing this list, I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, just doing the list actually gives you a very similar benefit, very similar feeling that you get when you actually accomplish decluttering and organizing something. So you get that little hit of feel-good dopamine just from writing out the list of where you want to declutter. (laughs) It's like decluttering without actually have to do anything, which is great. Whenever you're busy and you're overwhelmed, you don't have the capacity to necessarily go clean out a closet, right? But maybe you do have the capacity to just jot down some areas of your home that, you know, within the next few months you want to tackle. 
and that's okay. A win is a win, no matter how small. And I think you'd be surprised by doing this one, how much better you feel. I, hey, you may not even need to declutter that thing after you write it down. You're like, yep, good as done. It's on my list. <laughs> okay, the list number five, the final one. This is, this is a big one, guys. This is going to be the list of your priorities. And with this one, you want to think about what are your main priorities in life? Like, these could be most likely are going to be things like your family, your kids, maybe your career, or, you know, your passion that you have. Something you're really passionate about, your religion, something like that. You want to start with those, what are those top priorities in your life? That whenever you're 100 years old and you're looking back, what would you want to see were the main pillars of your life? What would you be proud? I'm proud that I blank. What are those things? I'm proud of the mom I was. I'm proud of the kids that I raised. I'm proud of the work that I did. What are those things that you would be proud to say? And from there, what are your priorities just for the next 12 months? What are your priorities for the next 30 days? The next week? Tomorrow? You can filter all the way down. And I want you to think about Whenever you write them down, like, what are, what's your, what are your priorities tomorrow? Because I imagine your priorities tomorrow, if I just had to ask you that randomly, without what we've just talked about, you might be like, oh, yeah, I've got to go pick up that medication from the pharmacy, and uh, my son has a therapy appointment, and I have got to pay that bill. I keep forgetting, and tomorrow's the last day. Those are your priorities. Do you think that whenever you're 100 years old, you're going to look back and be like, I am proud that I paid my bill. And maybe you will be. I mean, financial, you know, but <laughs> no, but now those parts, those are things that do take care of our family, right? They are important tasks that need to get done, but are they main focuses of our lives? Are we too busy focusing on our little errands that we need to run and the emails that we need to send and we're not focusing on our family, enjoy and seeing those that we love and those things that we really want to be a main priority in our lives. We say that they are a priority. We say we want them to be a priority, but where is your main focus lying? And that is what this list will really help you determine. Okay, guys, I hope that one of these lists, don't try to do all five of them in one sitting. Okay. That's not what that's about, <laughs> but pick one, write it out and just kind of play with it and see, see what it does. You know, do one for the one each for the next five days. Don't try to do them all at once. <laughs> but I hope that these help you kind of bring that overwhelm down a little bit, help you bring a little bit of calm to your life and bring a little bit of that, that grounding effect to your day. Because I know that sometimes our lives can just be super hectic and super crazy. And life can just kind of get to you sometimes, right? We just get busy and we get stressed and it all feels like it's just too much. So it's a perfect time to just sit down and write a list. Okay, guys, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Overcome the Overwhelm. If you have questions or like more information, head on over to LowryLifeCoaching.com. And I'll see you next week.